Tito says, hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Taylor Talking Podcast. Oh, God, my voice is really deep. Why do I sound so deep? <laughs> I think you're still getting over your rock concert. Yeah, yeah. So... Since we've last talked, Drew took me to go see Falling in Reverse in concert. It was fucking epic. It's like one of my all-time favorite bands. I've been listening to Ronnie Radke since he was in Escape the Fate. So I was uber stoked. And he kept it a secret. I had no fucking clue. Here he comes. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. Drew, welcome to the Taylor Talking Podcast. Being careful, but I know. Don't thanks, hit the table. Thanks for having me. Even though we live together, whatever. Again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that concert was fucking rad, man. It was awesome. Like the fact that I did keep it a secret for like three months. Like, probably longer than that. But anyway, all the way up until the day of. Um, so we live in Des Moines, and the the concert was in Cedar Rapids, which is where Taylor used to live, and her parents lived there. And we have been there a couple times. And where we were going to see the concert, they usually have a big they have a big billboard on the giant side. <laughs> yeah. neon billboard, yeah. And they announce like the upcoming concert. So the last time we were there a couple months ago, I had to distract her as we were coming to town. So, so she, I didn't see the billboard. Yeah, so she wouldn't see the billboard. And it worked because I did not see I didn't even know these people were I didn't even know Falling in Reverse was touring at the moment. But the the weekend we went, it did not work and she saw the billboard. It was literally <laughs> like my eyes were laser focused the second, and it's like a rotating billboard, so it doesn't show the same thing the whole time. Here, cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Clink. Ah. Anyways, so yeah, the ad for Under Oath, Ice Nine Kills, and Falling in Reverse comes up. I was like, is that what we're going to do? And he played it off so smooth. He's like, no, it'd be really cool if that was what we were doing, though. Yeah, I... A little bit of me died inside because I was watching her watch the billboard. I got so excited. But I played it off decent. Yeah, yeah. And then we get to my parents' house and I tell my parents what happened about the billboard. And my mom does not normally have a very good poker face. But I looked her dead in the eyes and I told her, yeah, we drove past this billboard and I asked if we were going to see Falling in Reverse. But he said, no, it'd be really cool, though. She's like, oh, yeah, I've never even heard of them. What kind of music is it? Like, played dumb, acted like she had no... She aced it. And meanwhile, Drew said the whole time he was, like, staring her down behind me to make sure she didn't fucking blow it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Taylor and her mom, they seem very close. So yes. there's not a lot of we secrets. We didn't always be, but... Yeah, there was a lot of, like... Like, I don't know if she knows how to keep a secret. It's the first time I ever asked her to do something like that. So... She did good. She yeah, did. your mom played. She passed the test. Yeah, played her part well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that concert was amazing. It also really helped with like pulling me out of my funk that I was in. Yes, that that was what was awesome because the we're like I'm not into them. I'll just say that I'm not. Not that I don't like them. I just am not into them. So yeah, well, so okay, yeah, like falling in reverse is definitely my kind of music. He's not into like the screamo heavy metal shit, but literally like two days later, maybe what was it? A couple days later, or was it later the next weekend? Within that week later, yeah, literally a week later, I took him to go see Sticks. So that's much more up his alley. 
I didn't even know this, but apparently he had seen him like six times before. I yeah. had never <laughs> seen them. But man, oh man, both Falling in Reverse and Sticks, they did one hell of a show. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great time both nights. We had fun. Um, side note. We're fucking shit-faced right now, so this podcast <laughs> may be pretty funny, or it could be really weird, so I apologize in advance. Yeah. I'm drinking gin, he's drinking beer, we've had tequila today. We went, it's, it's, yeah, it's a good, it's a good day. It's been a good day. It's been a good sure. day. Today's gonna be a good day. <laughs> That's not how it goes, but there's a rap song, you guys know what I'm talking about. Today was a good day. <sighs> so this episode, we're gonna talk about... Death and dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I'm terrified of death and I'm terrified of dying. Not me. Which ironically is like anytime I'm having a panic attack, it always starts with one of two thoughts. Either A, I'm having an aneurysm. My brain's going to explode and I'm going to die and I'm not going to be able to be rescued. Or B, Oh my God, I'm having a heart attack. I'm having a heart attack. Oh my God, my arm's going numb. My chest is... But it's just the anxiety. It's just the fucking panic attack. <laughs> so that happened to me yesterday. The heart attack one happened to me yesterday while I was driving on the fucking interstate. And it was terrifying. I went to Cedar Rapids from Des Moines to go see a buddy of mine. And on the way there, totally fine. I was booping and bopping to some music, singing and jamming the whole way there. I got there, I was totally fine, went to lunch with a good buddy of mine that I hadn't seen in a really long time, you know, hung out for a couple hours. I'm starting to go on my way home, go down 380, hit I-80, and it's, like, it literally felt like I was walking down the road and I literally just walked into it. It was literally like, boom, and it just, I, it immediately started in my chest, my chest got really tingly, my arms got tingly, my legs got tingly, my face got tingly. Thank God there was an exit. I Snapchatted you. I had to pull over on the side of the road in some, like, fucking industrial parking <laughs> lot. And I literally had to get out of my car and just sit in the grass until, like, the sensation in my body returned. And it was fucking terrifying. And I didn't have my anxiety pills with me, which was even more terrifying. But it was, like, I, I downloaded this app. I started taking therapy. I started taking therapy. Uh, I started doing therapy. That's one way to say it. <laughs> it's a drug. Either way, I think you're good. <laughs> I had a, my first therapy session on Friday, and I am going into, like, that was, like, the, obviously the intro. And then I have my first official session coming up on Tuesday. And she recommended an app. I downloaded it, and it had some really cool tools to use while you're having a panic attack that were able to, like, help me calm down to be able to where, like, I could drive again. But then I had another panic attack. About 15 minutes later, it was not fun. Having a panic attack while you're driving sucks anyways, but especially while you're on I-80. Yeah. I crazy. But I'm doing better today. <laughs> today has been a good day. I started kind of feeling iffy this morning, but I took my pills and I've been okay since then. We went to the pool. I just ate a banana split. I had some birria tacos. It was delicious. Yeah. Now, and you're drinking an amazing drink. Now I've created this concoction. <laughs> it is Tangeray Orange Gin with, I don't know the brand, but some fucking grapefruit seltzer, which is fucking fantastic. A squeeze of fresh orange 
And then a sprig of rosemary. Cheers. Fancy. I don't have one, but... I know. I hope it's picking up the... the. I don't think it got the first one, but it definitely got cubes, that one. No, the ice cubes clinking around in your glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's real fancy over ASMR. here ASMR. Right <laughs> ASMR. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, I mean, the pan- your And trip you weren't home. even with me. Yeah, your trip home. I mean, you kept me updated, which was nice. You I could guess. track my location on Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just noticed. I was like, okay, she's making progress. <laughs> she's. Yeah. I told and, you yeah. the time that I was planning on being here, and then I was like, I'm running a little late. I only ended up getting here like 20 minutes later than I would have originally. Well, it wasn't that bad. That was my thing when I was like messaging you it was like well don't i don't want to like it was no, not a big deal not like i cared I, when you got i home. made like, sure to wait until <laughs> like the first time i pulled over the first time at like a rest area and you know i got out of the car and just kind of like felt the sun on my face took a couple deep breaths of fresh air and that was enough i felt fine that's why i got back on the road but then that second time when I sent you the snap of where I was, yeah. that's when my whole body went numb. And I was like, I have to get off the road right now. It's such a crazy... I mean, I shouldn't say that. It is crazy word. because it's I don't... Just, uh, and this is what... I've never so had one. My, my therapist never... put this really interestingly... Is that a word? Interestingly? Saying yeah. my therapist yes, is, is very weird. It's fine. It's just, it feels weird. It's, it's a weird it's, mouth feel. This is my just, therapist this says. This is the 2020s. It's, <laughs> it's, it's normal. Well, she was like, I'm sure a lot of the reason that you have anxiety is because you have it and you don't know why. And you spend all this effort trying to figure out why you're feeling this way. And that just makes you feel even worse. And I was like, holy fucking shit. You're right. Yeah, like it's that's a, it's a spiraling literally just deal. like a yeah. snake eating its tail situation yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i'm really excited i really really like the i i just it's through an app that i got through work it's through my insurance but the lady that they put me with i was kind of skeptical at first but our first meeting like we instantly clicked She's got a bunch of cool, like, witchy tattoos. She's got a humsa yeah. on her wrist. She's talking about how she's got chickens. Her husband's in construction like you were. Yeah. We have a lot of similarities and That's commonalities. Cool. But she also seems like she's older than I am. I don't know her exact age, but she, I feel like she's in, like, her late 40s, early 50s. They're giving away too much about her. I mean, I don't think they're going to know who she is by her age. All right. But. Just, like, four more episodes from now, you'll probably have a. Oh, my God. Well, you don't have a sponsorship. Well, <laughs> you were trying, like, I, I I, struggle with having friends, and I sometimes am very sad about the fact that I don't have as many friends as I wish that I did. And Drew, you know, after our first session, I was telling him about how much I thought she was so cool, she's so nice, and all this shit. And he's like, oh, God, next thing you know, you're going to be saying you're friends, and she's your therapist, la, 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 la. Um, unhealthy Taylor yeah, unhealthy HIPAA. <laughs> I forget about the HIPAA in the room <laughs> no, I mean anytime the fact that you have that service available to you is that I think is a big step and, fuck yeah like, I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't because I've looked for a therapist dozens of times since we've been dating but there's so many people out there. There's so many things that they're qualified that I have no idea. Like, you know, 
Jerry Fitzgerald, ABCGFDMDFBBZZY. Like, what the fuck? And it's very overwhelming and I would usually just get super fucking nervous and super anxious and I would get super confused and I would I would give up I would stop I'd yeah. just be like whatever fuck it but this was literally through work they randomly assign you with a person if you don't like them you can just readjust they give you a snippet about what they do before they even talk to you if that doesn't work you readjust well, yeah. I got connected to like three or four different people before I even got connected to this lady that I talk to now and well, so far it's been good yeah I'm glad to hear that. I'm sure a big part of it is like it's all remote. Like you don't have to go. But like I sometimes wonder if it might even shit. be better if I did go in because like we've talked about this before. I don't leave here that often. I work from home. Yeah. I order a lot of food. A lot of times we like, you know, groceries, I'll even have groceries get delivered. And it's like I don't go out like I used to. I don't go into a work environment. So I don't have that employee co-worker camaraderie type shit you know yeah i it's a big change you know but sometimes yeah. it's good sometimes it's bad i can't wait to bring it up in therapy like, I'm, anyway, <laughs> I'm, fucking, I'm envious you know, i get up in the morning i'm like fuck i gotta drive like i gotta go yeah you know, i just winter, have to wake up and take 15 <laughs> steps to my office yeah, it, <laughs> in the winter i gotta like warm the truck up go scrape it off yeah and like, yeah fuck, but my car's in the garage so i don't have to worry about that but yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine just going to not doing that because I have, I have been doing it's it for change. so long. It's a change. And so, like, that's yeah. like, you know, before COVID, I woke up, I showered, I brushed my teeth, I worked out. Well, I worked out and then I showered and then, you know, I made myself breakfast. <laughs> I made myself coffee and then I took my fucking ass to work. I didn't work until 11. So I had all this time to do this stuff. I had a routine. I was in really good shape when we first started dating. And then... I like quarantine happened and I got into a really fucking dark place mentally. <laughs> and that's, I told that's you that's when we started dating. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And I told you, like, I literally felt like my apartment was a prison because my office was in my bedroom. I spent literally like 18 hours a day in my fucking room. I felt like I was trapped. I literally couldn't go anywhere because it was COVID and you yeah. were amazing. You booked us a fucking sweet, a, a casino, which was like, it helped me so much. Yeah. I mean, my my experience was totally different. I was considered an essential worker. Mm -hmm. So I still worked. I just worked yeah. from home. I mean, but as far as like any impact on any new protocols or yeah, switching to I you know, it's a pipe layer, so you can't <laughs> lay pipe. <laughs> you are at home. essential, no. yeah. Yeah, you gotta be down <laughs> in the hole doing it. So no, nothing changed at all for me and um yeah, I just watched a lot of other people react to it. And for me, it was just, I don't know, it was almost like it wasn't real because, yeah, my work didn't change. And at that point, I was I was working a lot. I was super busy. And, yeah, my hours were insane. I was working at, like, yeah. 2 in the morning and all that. You would work normal stuff. daily yeah. hours and then get on-call calls at, like, 2 yeah. or 3 in the morning. And you'd be out until 4 a.m., 5 a.m. And then have to go and start your fucking shift at 7 a.m. Yeah, it was a bitch. But... You did it. Yep. There's no other choice. Got <laughs> <laughs> to do it, man. No, it was that was a crazy time. So we got to like wind this around to death. I was just about to say. So <laughs> while I was in a really dark place, I've never like been suicidal. I'm like the opposite of suicidal. I yeah, am terrified good. of dying. 
But like, it's not just dying. Like, I get that everything has to die. I get everything lives and dies. Like, I, I understand that. My thing is, like, what happens after you die? I don't want to not be me anymore. I don't want to not, like, the not existing part terrifies me. See, well, all right. Well, I think that's the that's the big question for most people is what happens. And nobody after, knows. Right? I mean, there's mediums and psychics and stuff yeah. who I like I listen. I don't know if you have ever heard of her, but Dolores Cannon, I've read nope. a lot of her stuff <laughs> and I've seen a lot of her seminars and she has some pretty interesting insights as to what happens. And as crazy as this is going to sound. Like, a lot of the things that she describes, if you put it in, like, really basic, dumbed-down, like, child terms, yeah. it's like that Jamie Foxx movie Soul on Disney+. Plus. I haven't seen it. Fuck. We've watched it together, like, three times. I haven't seen it. Yes, you have, Drew. <laughs> he, I, I couldn't tell he you He dies. About it. He's, like, a musician, and he dies, and he goes to the afterlife, mm. and he wants to come back because he has a really big music deal on the line. No. Oh, wait. I thought you were talking about... It's other, an animation. It's not like... The other movie. What? Ray? <laughs> no, what's the one with the... It's like... Oh, dude, what's his name? He's like... They're in the afterworld. And, or it's... Uh, the like, afterworld? I like how you Spanish. said after... Like the what? Spanish... Uh, oh, Coco! Yeah, is that what it's called? No, it's not Coco. Uh, Alright. <laughs> Anyways. The plot line sounded similar. Not... Yeah, the, the thought of not existing terrifies me. Like, but... I don't, like, I want to know what fucking happens. Well, I mean, I think, dude, this could get super deep. Do you okay, want to get super yeah, deep Yeah, I really right. do. We've been drinking. Let's do this. <laughs> Crack that fucking beer open. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> he called me mom earlier today at the store. He told me to go to the car. What I was like, no, I said, you can. Go. I gave him the keys. He's like, can I go to the car? I was like, yes, you can go to the car. And I gave him the keys. I, I didn't I didn't say. Yes, you fucking did. <laughs> and he, oh my God, look, your beer made a frowny face. Eyes, nose, and a frowny. The beer knows something I don't, apparently. Anyways, he was walking to the car and he goes, thanks, mom. And literally everybody in the fucking store turns around and looks at me and starts fucking laughing. Like, was, this man is clearly older than I am and he's calling me mom. Why are you laughing? Because it was funny. It was funny. I laughed too. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, no, like, if you want to talk, like, deep shit, like, yeah. there was a conversation with a guy that I had who had pretty extensive surgery. He had a lot of medical conditions ever since he was a baby. And oh, so he saw the light. No, oh. the exact opposite. Oh, he saw the other side. He doesn't oh, know what he saw, shit. but he said he died on the operating table and he was legally dead for two minutes. Yeah. He said that two minutes felt like literal eternity and it was nothing but eternal darkness there was literally nothing he said Whoa. he was and he wasn't like a human he was just like basically a consciousness in see. a void there was nothing Whoa. to see it was just literally nothing I don't even know how to comprehend this. Well, but the whole time, he said he felt like something was watching him. That's somebody you knew personally. This is somebody I knew personally. Trippy. Very trippy. But you take that on the other side. And I don't, like, as far, as long as I had ever known him, he was never really, like, super religious. But 
my grandmother, I had told you about this. My grandma was very much religious, like, you know, go to church, singing in the choir and all this shit. And she had a near-death experience. And then when she was on her deathbed, there were two instances where she basically almost died. And then one of them she did. The first instance, I guess she told my grandpa this, but she didn't tell anybody else. And then when she was on her deathbed, she told my grandpa that it was the same thing. And we didn't understand what it meant. And my grandpa basically told us that she said death felt like a warm hug. Like she (laughs) felt like somebody literally was just embracing her. She felt joy. She felt happiness. She saw family members that were dead that were welcoming her and it was like a very joyous occasion how old was she she was very she's in her 70s like she'd been in like medical problems yeah she she died of uh, essentially old age so her near-death experience (laughs) required her to have like 80 percent of her colon removed so she essentially already had issues, and then she was just kind of, like, surviving since then, more or less. Gotcha. But, yeah, she was, like, incontinent, had all these, like, special shit for her to get on the toilet and all this uh, stuff. Yeah, it was Jesus. it was a messy, <laughs> a messy ending. Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> but she said it was very nice to her. Uh, so fuck. this just, like, makes me believe in, like, a little bit more of kind of what Dolores Cannon was saying where you basically design your own afterlife. If you think you're going to be reincarnated into something, then that's what happens. If you think you're going to go to hell, then that's what happens. If you think you're going to go into heaven and there's 72 virgins for you, then that's what happens. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I kind of believe that to a certain extent. Yeah. Honestly, if that's how it is, then I'm a-okay with dying. But if it's not and I just go into an empty, empty void of nothing... Ah, uh, that makes me want to shit my pants. Well, the mind... Like, the mind... <laughs> You know, the way it plays tricks on you and can fool you sometimes, like magic and misdirection. But that guy was that. literally dead for two minutes. No, I, I, yeah, no, I agree. Like, he must not have prepared. As far as <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't say nothing. He didn't have his affairs <laughs> yeah, in order. No. Your grandma had it figured out. She's That's like, true. She was I die, very spiritually. I'm going to fucking see this, this, and well, this. Well, she was prepared. She like, even 10 years before she died, she'd tell my grandpa, don't do this at my funeral. Don't do this at my funeral. No red roses at my funeral. That's what I'm saying. Like, your grandma. I don't know why, but it. she didn't want red so roses. So, the guy, whoever you were referencing earlier, maybe he did, like, it came out of Never nowhere. thought of it. Yeah. yeah. Really... That would make sense. He was very young at yeah. the time. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I agree. But then you I mean, also have to put into the theory. Of quantum immortality, where... What the fuck? Throw the big crazy word out there out of nowhere. What's this that? is the Taylor Talking Podcast. What, is what do you mean? What's quantum? So, there are a few different variations of the theory, but the gist of it is that... <sighs> if we're talking dumb down child, I'm Please, like, I'm, I'm an idiot. It's Please. a video game and you respond in a different oh, reality. Shit, if right. you, so if I was, if me and you were talking and all of a sudden I had a heart attack and I died in <laughs> yes. this reality, it would be traumatizing for you. Your life would be shook. And in another reality, I would just continue sitting on the couch talking to you. Right. I would have no idea that that happened. Right. So that's kind of what quantum immortality but is. I would be, in that reality, you, would, you still would still be, be alive, and, and then in the other reality, me and you would both still be alive, continuing it as if that had never happened. All right. Jeez. Trippy. 
Now, got so much shit going through. There's your head. an even crazier version oh, of God. that. See, that's what I'm saying. You got so much shit in your head. No wonder I have anxiety. Well, exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> I like to keep it very cut and dry. Like my brain I, never stops working. I don't know. I mean, I got away from, I guess, my views. I don't know on death if that's what we're talking about, but. They haven't really changed that much. You seem I mean, like a pretty level-headed person when it comes to death. Like, you've accepted it's going to happen. You don't really seem to be afraid of it. Well, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have, like, your own human fears you, like anybody does. I, I, the realist part of me, just like, so for me, I mean, I'm not even 40 yet. I'm a young man. He's a year <laughs> away from 40. One year away from 40 but, uh, years old. <laughs> no, I have, you know, I have, I have older parents and, um, you know, my grandparents died when I was very young. I didn't even meet most of them because they yeah. passed before I was even His born. dad's 83, his mom's yeah. in her seventies. So, you know, just that aspect of death and somebody else, you know, having that transition and, and it's hard. It's. It will be very hard. Knowing um, that it's yeah. like, and my grandma didn't just go. Like, she was in hospice for about a week. So, and I, I, I physically watched her die in front of me, and it was really fucking hard. Yeah. I've never seen, but her, like, I'd seen dead bodies at funerals, but watching somebody fucking die in front of you is way fucking different. It sounds like, I mean, exactly, but like, it sounds like her her journey with it or her grasp is very it, peaceful. Okay, for her it was yeah not. She knew what she wanted. She had a will. She yeah. did not want to be resuscitated. She wanted to go. She was ready. Do you feel like that's something like that's where you will be? Oh fuck no! I'll be terrified. <laughs> I'll die terrified, and I know it. Oh man. Why? That's why every time I have a panic attack, I told you, yeah. it's either I'm dying of a brain aneurysm or I'm dying of a heart attack. Those are the only two fucking emotions I get. Yeah. But either way, I'm dying. That's what it is. Do you think her religion helped her in that? I mean, yeah, stuff? for her probably, but that's not. Well, do you think it helps like anybody who. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like if we're talking about it. Like, like we said, there's theories where you create your own afterlife. Like the people that are religious are probably going to have the most peaceful fucking afterlives ever. There you go. But then I think about myself as a very spiritual being <laughs> and how we're all made of the same energy of the universe. And I just want to become, you know, an omnipotent being. This is actually going back into the other quantum immortality theory, like the super fucking crazy one. It kind of, <clears throat> it kind of weaves in reincarnation with that quantum immortality that I was talking about. So not only do you, you know, die and kind of respawn into yeah. a new life. <laughs> yeah. But they say you respawn into a new life where you've learned something from the past and you essentially keep respawning into a higher and higher and higher vibration oh, well, until you yourself come back as God. Yeah, that's... Right. <laughs> <laughs> that one's way crazy. I don't really believe in that one. But I do believe in the... Because there's been instances where, like, I should have fucking died. Oh, my God. Let's hear one. This is good. I want They're drug one. related, of uh, course. It's definitely overdose related. Uh, I should have okay. fucking OD'd. Like, there's no way humanly possible I could have ingested. Like, I, sh I should have. 
And I could totally, this is the craziest part. I could see exactly where and how it happened in my head. I was at this fucking party. <laughs> I had taken literally like a fucking handful of E. I had done, I don't even know how many grams of fucking blow. I had been drinking and I saw it on, like, I was like having an out of body experience. I saw myself just start ODing on a fucking chair. Jesus. But here I am, alive yeah. and well, never OD'd in my life by some fucking miracle. But it never crossed your mind, like, as you were eating the pills, like, this could be it. I mean, yeah, but this here's the it. craziest thing. When I was in my 20s, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I thought about killing myself all the time because I was so fucking miserable, but I never fucking, like, attempted to. I never yeah. did it. But it's because of the like, situation oh, I was in. Overtly. I was so miserable like i thought about driving my car into the fucking canyons Jeez. i thought about drowning myself in the fucking ocean like i thought about jumping off a fucking cliff <laughs> but i never would could be because the thought of fucking dying terrifies me but back then <laughs> i didn't give a fuck i would do all the drugs i would do all the crazy shit because i didn't i didn't expect to live past 25 that's like and now here i am at 32 and i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing yeah you're like oh, i didn't expect to make right like what do i do how do i how do i life right now i hate to say it but just relax i know i don't know how just fucking relax i don't know bit. how just chill out enjoy <laughs> it like you're, you're crushing it you're doing good at work yeah Things are, we're having good weekends yeah, all the time. We things are. are things are fun. Uh, that's yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm lucky to an extent where I my, my younger years were chaotic and you know uh, not. I never thought about ever hurting myself or anything yeah, like that. But I would never say that I was suicidal because it was more just thinking of the act. I would never yeah. actually do it, but I thought about it a lot. Yeah. The the point of life was a constant kind of a thought, you know, like, why am I here? What right. Am I doing? What's my purpose? That's the, yeah. That's what I'm going through now. Does God exist? Is this all fucking, uh, is this the matrix? Are we in yeah. the matrix? Like, <laughs> you know, shit like that. Like, we really, live in a simulation. Yeah, really deep thoughts. But I don't know. Now, um, just, you know, getting a little bit older, not that much older, but he's one year away from 40. <laughs> just a reminder. But just, yeah. Slowing down and realizing like, all right, I made it through the fucking crazy shit. I'm in it for the long That's true. You're, almost haul. halfway there yeah i'm in for the long haul my dad i mean watching him get because you know my dad is older he had me when he was in his 40s and mid 40s so, yeah so he was in, he was 60 when i graduated that's insane right so i'm like I, he's gonna die any any year now, he's gonna <laughs> fucking kick the butt. I, I know it is it is fucking terrible but but because he you know he didn't have as similar as a path as me, but right. definitely was not a, he didn't have a clean life. You know, he's, he drank for years and, and smoked for years and you know, all that stuff. So I don't know. It just, uh, yeah, didn't really think I was going to make it past a certain age, but now I'm like, I made it and I want to extend this as long as I can. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Different mindset, maybe the, more depressed, you know, or just had a different outlook on life. And now it's like, all right, let's ride this thing till the fucking wheels fall. <laughs> Going yeah. out with a bang. Know, like, I'm, I'm trying to, it's like, a, you got to outlive my dad. So like, you know, I got to fucking, you got to hit a lead. I don't you know. He's 83. So that motherfucker better not go to 90. <laughs> oh my God. I know it's more of it. But <laughs> That's terrible. I know, but <laughs> oh somebody here we are laughing at it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking beard. Oh my god, god, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> so, what do you think happens after you die? Well, for me, I mean, 
Uh, I guess I'm not your. I'm in the route of. You you do the right thing. You give it up to somebody higher than you, and at the end of it all, there's some satisfaction. Or so you some, believe in a heaven and a hell. The hell part is, you know what? Honestly, do you think Earth is hell? Man, fuck that. All right. Yeah, so give it I to believe, me, Rob. I believe in fucking hell. Okay. I do. I believe in both of those things because for me, there there is a dichotomy of like good and evil. Yeah, There's, for sure. So if you're with that, then I feel like there's a judgment of yeah. some type that should happen because people do it all the time. Like we do it like every well, 30 seconds. Well, the Egyptians in always world. like they would weigh the heart with the feather. Like there's always been some form of judgment <laughs> to determine what happened after you die. No, I mean, I don't know what the Egyptian with the feather thing is. But oh, they would I get take it. your heart and they would put it on a scale with the feather of whatever the fuck. I forget what it was called. And if your heart was heavier than the feather, well, yeah. that meant you had like too much shit going on. And if your heart was the same weight as the feather, that meant you were spiritually ready to pass well, on to a higher afterlife. How many people made it through that? I'm sure quite a bit. I don't know. Really? I don't a know the stats. And a feather? It's a fucking ancient Egyptian oh, thing. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a literal. Oh, plus, okay. it's the after. Like, this is something they would do in the afterlife. Like, oh. it, after you had died and passed, before you could go into the pearly gates or whatever the fuck, they, they actually referenced it in a show on Disney+. Plus. I forget what it was. It was like a fucking Marvel show or something. We watched it. <laughs> we didn't finish it. But, yeah, there's like a hippo. It's like a fucking Egyptian goddess. And she, like, takes the heart and weighs it with the feather. And he doesn't pass. So he's got to, like, go back and fix all his shit before he can go past. And, uh... Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Back to good and evil, heaven and hell, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I feel like there is a certain place carved out. And I don't know. It's just the, not the fear of it, but just the, um, you have so much time on this planet. Yeah. In this realm, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And you have free will. You have the. Do we? You, oh, God. Here we go. Well, yes. no, let me. Yes, I have, I have, you believe uh, in God. And if God has a plan and God knows everything that's going to happen, then how do you have free will? He yes. already knows what's going to happen. That's not you deciding. That's him knowing and letting it happen. If he didn't want it to happen, he would choose it. And either way, if you veer from that path, he's still all knowing and omnipotent and everything. So he knew anyway. So like, is that really free will? <laughs> I mean, I was more talking like, I feel like I have free will. Like, I have the ability to sit here and do this podcast, or I could stand up and throw this glass of water into your aquarium and shatter it and have all the water go all... Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's the free will that we have to... But... If you believe in God, mm -hmm. God would have known that you were going to get up and shatter the aquarium. And by your beliefs, he would have known that you would have done that for a higher purpose for you. <laughs> Is that wrong? I, that's not my, I guess that's not my version of how God works or, okay. how, you know, for me. I'm, I'm just putting in like wrong. the fate and free will type shit. Like you said, yeah. free will. And then I kind of, well, I mean, are you talking more about like, 
terrible things that happen and like why did god allow that to happen or is that kind of well no you just said free will and i was like well, I how is it life. free will if your life, life is planned out and already known what's gonna happen oh well it's i feel like i have free will in my life and i'm not saying that you don't i'm just asking a question like theologically speaking oh I'm not trying to like come at you or anything. <laughs> I don't want you to feel attacked. That's not the point of this. So the question is, if I really had free will, or how can I have free will? Because God supposedly is all-knowing and all... And already has your life mapped out for you and planned out for you. So I, I don't have free will. I'm not, I'm not saying that you don't, that's just like a, a question. Like, do you, is that like, do you, you clearly don't believe that. Uh, <laughs> you got uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't know what you're quoting right now. Like, I'm not quoting anything. I'm quoting okay. myself. Oh, that's your version. Like, that's how you see, uh, believing in, in I'm just God. asking you a question. I don't, this isn't how I believe in anything. I was well, just curious. I, okay. So I'll just talk about my relationship. Like I grew up similar to you, a uh, very Christian household and my dad was very involved and I was to a certain degree when I was younger. And then obviously there was a break from it, but it was always kind of in the back of my mind. And now uh, that's something that I don't talk about that often with you. I know. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, you can. Well, it's it's become, I don't know, uh, more of a, something that's not so, like, I have to talk about it. It's just something that works for me. And really, honestly, as far as not having free will, I think everybody has free will. And this, I was like, the original thing was like evil, like heaven and, and hell. So, yeah, I think your choices that you make and how you treat people, I think you, there needs to be a right and a wrong to things. And there are a right and a wrong to things. And that's something I, I think should not be lost in the, in the, the blitz of things that are coming in from all angles. Okay, like, so I have another a, question. Yes, there is a yes and a no to certain things, and it is, it is flexible in some ways. Okay, like, so then I have a question. <laughs> yeah. If, you know, Christianity says God has a path for you, everything that happens to you is because God has a plan for you, and everything that happens to you is for a reason because of God's plan. Yeah. But you're saying there's a good and an evil, there's a yes and a no. So if somebody's born and God knows everything about what's going to happen to everybody, mm -hmm. he already knows from the moment they're born that they're evil or good and they're going to go to heaven or hell. So what's the point of anything that they do in their life? I don't know. I mean, I think whatever you're pulling from. This is just my own feeling. brain. I don't know oh, what okay. you're trying to like accuse me of right now. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> these you, are my own so thoughts that I'm asking you about. So, all right. So like in that situation, um, Serial killers are God's fault, right? Absolutely. Okay. If okay. he knows everything and he created man, especially in his image, then yes, yeah, serial killers are his fault. He made them for a reason. Specifically, he knew what they were going to do. He could have stopped it and he didn't. We're omitting 
somebody that's very important out of this conversation. Okay, if the devil is automatically the bad guy, <laughs> then you know he's not going to do anything to stop it. If God, Jesus, whatever was supposedly the good guy, he would stop it, and he doesn't. So here's my theory. There's nobody. There is no God or Jesus. I do believe in a higher power. Well, I do believe in yeah. a higher power. I don't believe in Jesus and the devil. I believe there's a bad guy, and I believe there's a good guy. I believe there's different entities of different attitudes, but like Jesus and Lucifer specifically, I don't know if I believe because the Bible was literally just a fucking lie of regurgitated Catholics. So in my opinion, that's yeah. just my opinion. Anyway, you look a little upset. No, I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Clutches his beer can. <laughs> no. I mean, there's, the original question is like, what do you believe in a heaven and hell? And I, I think you do to a certain extent, maybe. I mean, I believe there's a place that bad people go and I believe there's a place that good people go, but yeah. I don't think quote unquote, Jesus is the one that decides that. Well, yeah. I mean, my, my belief is not, I'm not trying to like judge you for your beliefs. So please don't feel like that. Oh, I don't feel like you're judging me. I okay. just feel like, uh, I used to like feel exactly the way in, you did. Like boxed in to where, you know, I said the, the words, I you know, I believe in God, and now it's, oh, so you believe this, 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 and this. And I think everybody is... I wasn't saying that you believed that way. I just had actual legitimate thoughts that I wanted to ask you. Well, I believe I, I have free will, and I don't think... I don't think things are that predetermined as far as the actions that people can do on a day-to-day -day basis. You can decide to rob somebody, assault somebody, uh, you know, all types of different bad things that are, are bad things. And uh, it doesn't have to be boiled down to, you know, whether or not Jesus said it was bad or not. It just, it is what it is. So, uh, yeah. All right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well that got awkward uh don't sit on tito oh my god he almost killed tito it's like <laughs> so yeah death and dying and destruction all right so and decay. Uh, I'm trying to get back <laughs> back to it off the religious shit uh when you die what do i think happens to me when i when i die or you or anybody I really agree with uh, kind of how you think. Like you kind of like make your own yes. afterlife. I feel like you condition your brain. You know, if you're super, you know, religious, whether you're Christian, Islamic, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, you, you make all that. Like your subconscious is a very powerful thing. You know. Absolutely. You're laying in bed. It's late at night. You hear a fucking creak in the dark you're like oh my god it's a monster yeah so I feel like i do agree to a certain extent like whatever your belief system is um you know as the lights are shutting off you're probably it's going to be like all right roll the fucking end credits and like, you know you've created those in your head so yeah I, I agreed i really do agree with that but so you know back to religion for just a second yeah if it gives you that comfort and that relief and that, that like you said with your grandmother, um, the peace or whatever. Right. Um, and most of them are pretty 
decent to live by. For, you know, a lot of people don't actually live by the code right. that it is, but for the most part, don't steal, don't right. kill, all that shit. It's not a bad, not a bad way to live. Not at all. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, I'm not going to have 79 virgins or whatever <laughs> you said earlier. I think that was the number you said. I said 72. Fuck. All right. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right number. That's not. Is it 79? <laughs> I have no oh, idea. <laughs> I thought it was 72. I think it's 99. I don't think that's right. Fuck. I think you're way wrong. All I think right. I'm right, and you just can't admit it. <laughs> he almost spit water out. <laughs> yeah. I would never spit beer out. It was water for yeah. sure. Definitely. <laughs> so on a happier note. Uh... <laughs> nothing. She's got nothing. Uh, it's beautiful. Outside. We had a great day. We went to the pool. We ordered some pho. It was so fucking good. And then we went and got a banana split at our local ice cream shop. It was lit, fam. <laughs> you can't hear me but i'm shaking my head he shook his head yes. and rolled his eyes so I hard did. oh they hurt he does that a lot i can't wait to tell my therapist about you i'm just kidding just <laughs> pull me in on the call I'll be like, Hi. come in from the screen i've already screen. mentioned you a few different times i know i know god I yeah i thought you'd be happy about me being no, in I therapy I, was, I actually i think that's an amazing step like because we're wired different you know oh for sure we learned that earlier in this episode (laughs) a lot of different ways uh you know i have my own therapist wink wink sorry i'm sorry you're talking about fucking tito (laughs) yes tito are we talking about my vagina No, I was talking about God. Oh. Oh! oh what the fuck, yeah. Oh, yeah. that went way it, over yeah. my head. Yes, it It's because you're way <laughs> What the fuck? Or were you talking about my vagina? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Sorry. I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God. I already know I'm going to hell. Oh, no. Don't say that. Do you think I'm going to heaven? I think you're a good person. I like I. It's not such a like. <clears throat> my religion is not like by the book. It's because obviously I have fucked up a lot. <laughs> you know? Sure. You know, and I'm not perfect. I still do stupid shit. You know, I fucking flip out every once in a while. But uh, it's just more of like the. Yeah, just the overall something, somebody, you know bigger than you <clears throat> things do not go my way have not gone my way most of my life so it's not like i haven't had one of those sunshine daisy type of experiences <laughs> you know what i mean like it's been a lot of times where it was like what the fuck is going on i can't catch a break but you know you realize it's like all right you're shooting yourself in the foot a lot mm-hmm. you know the you're shaking your fist at the heavens but you're doing a lot of shit fucking stupid so yeah i don't know i I, to be honest with you, like I had experience before we started dating, probably a year or so before we started dating. Uh, very, like, I've never told. I don't think I've ever told you about Ooh, this. Have I ever told? You I about don't this? know. I don't. It, it, you know, I probably don't think I've told you about this. Just looking at you right now. I don't know. Yeah. No. Um. Just 
had an experience, you know, was in a, not a very good place and was looking to kind of figure things out and just didn't know which way to go and things were not looking. I mean, my job was going good, but I was super fucking lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just not good. It was basically my brother. Mm-hmm. But, you know, me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, something happened to me a couple times and really made me think about stuff. Who hurt you, Drew? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing happened to me. I was I was driving in my driving home from work both times. And I don't know if it's just a train of thought or something really did come into me and really Yeah, I've never told you about this. <laughs> I no, please continue. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh it was it was surprising that it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, you know, like, yeah, just an experience that let me know that I'm not alone as far as if there's something bigger than me that I need to fucking lay shit on. I don't have to lay it <laughs> on to you. I don't have to lay it on to anybody else. If I just want to fucking go somewhere and just fucking throw it out there and see what comes back, I can do that. And yeah, and at the end of the, at the end of the day, makes me feel better. I bet. Okay. <laughs> I bet. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah this <clears throat> this mental health thing, like, as far as this thing that I, I just said thing, I just spent... Like, I get it. The the last, you know, obviously the, the pandemic and all that stuff, but the mental health crisis that there there really does exist one here in, in the United States right now, the rates of suicide and depression in people is, is through the roof. And a lot of people do find um, some kind of relief through religion and stuff like that. But um, I got lucky, honestly. I, I found I, relief I through witchcraft. I, <laughs> I just—I was just driving home, and it just kind of happened. It was not, you know, I didn't get on, you know, the internet and look for something. It just fucking happened one day. It was like very weird. I'm very much a spiritual person. Like yeah. I said, I. I believe there is a higher power out there. I believe there is somebody that is watching everything and, you know, is going to be that determining factor of what happens when we die. But I don't know what that is. I just, I'm, I'm so fascinated by death and it's so funny because I'm so terrified of it, but it intrigues me. Like I'm so curious about what fucking happens and i just want to know so you guys <laughs> should send an email to talking at taylortalking.com and let me know what you think that what happens in the afterlife and follow me on tiktok which is taylor.talking because i want to hit a thousand followers and go live i'm at like 470 followers we're getting oh, so close shit. i know Getting really close. Taylor right. dot talking. Go follow me. All of the other episodes of our podcast, of my podcast, <laughs> <laughs> are at taylortalking.com. Make sure to check that out. I don't know what the next episode's going to be about I yet, think but. You're have a special guest on the next one. Oh, yeah, Patrick. I'm going to try to have Patrick on the next episode. We might even be able to record it with video. I found some, I found a platform that I might be able to test out. I have to play with it, but stay tuned because cool things are coming. Cool things are coming. I don't know what else to say, so I think that's the end of the episode. (laughs) Peace.